Hello everybody and welcome to episode 49 of In My Mug on Monday the 19th of October 2009. My name's Steve Layton and as always I'm incredibly humbled and grateful for you joining me. Today you join me at Has Been Towers, the kind of hub, home, where we live <laughs> and um, yeah I hope you don't mind, you're very welcome guests, welcome to my kitchen. Um, Hopefully it's going to be the same as always, but just in a different location. Uh, today I've got so much paperwork to do that I knew there was no way I was going to be able to get to the row stream time to be able to record this and do it properly. So today I do it in my slippers. Well, it all adds to the fun of it all. Um, straight into the comments from last week. Um, the coffee last week seemed to divide a lot of opinion. Some people adored it in the filter, stroke French press, Chemex brews. Uh, and Paul said it was fantastic brewed coffee but couldn't find love for it in the espresso. He tried to his ceramic filter cone, his French press and espresso and the acidity seemed to come through really well on the others but was too bright on, uh, on the espresso. Something followed up by uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Palmer, who said uh, he only makes espresso and it just wasn't for him. Um, but yeah, you know, kind of kind of went into there and he went on to say wouldn't it be interesting if we did a tasting workshop or something like that and I do hope to do something in the near future it's just life at the minute is so crazy that it's really tough to find time to do anything but Malcolm that's on my list of things to do and uh, I would love that very much for, for a group, group of us to get together and just taste some coffee. Um, Keith Perry said uh, had a few delays because of the postal service and we know that that's been an issue, we do apologise, we know it's going to be an issue this week so we're not quite sure how we're going to get round it yet but we're going to do our very best to do that um, but if there is a slight delay I'm so sorry if it's causing you an inconvenience trust me it's causing us a huge inconvenience too so uh, hopefully they'll all arrive uh, soon. Um, yeah, he tried it in his Dura bean to cut machine and he got the cherry hit going into grapes. Found it was very enjoyable and liked it very much. Um, found it in the Chemex it produced the cherry slightly less, um, so, so that, that was interesting. Um, and he appreciates the guidance on brewing methods. And I am going to do my ones for this. I am going to do my, uh, my brewing guides. That is definitely on the list of things to do, something that we must do. But you know, life's a bit crazy. So, I'm going to talk about the mug today, or more the Demitasse. We have the Black Cat Demitasse. This was from um, when my trip to Iceland a few weeks back. Uh, I won this in an auction, and this is one of Mike Phillips, the US Barista Champion's private collection. So, I was very honoured to get that, and thank you. While I remember, to John and Simon, who said, have I got nail varnish on because of that? That was where my roaster bit me. Uh, my uh, my 12 kilo, the one that went through the whole naming competition, bit me about a month ago, and that isn't going anywhere. So no, I'm not wearing nail varnish. I'm just damaging my nails. So let's dive into. No stopping today to go and fetch the um, to, to to start the brewing. I'm just going to dive straight into it. So uh, we'll, we'll get straight onto the coffee. Coffee today that we're going to try is Rowan. Oh, now, another Rwandan. You're going to say, why are you overloading us with Rwandan, Steve? You've given us one Rwandan, why have we got another Rwandan coming through? Well, following on from what Malcolm Palmer said on his comments about that he only drinks espresso, what I wanted to show you today, that the same varietal, 
from the same country, but with different terroir and different um, microclimate and different weather conditions can seriously change the cup. So we're going to try a Rwandan today, uh, a Bourbon called Rwandan MIG Brumera, which is a 2008 Cup of Excellence. Um, this coffee was the one of the first ones to come through the Cup of Excellence program because it was the first competition in 2008 of which I was lucky enough to be a jury member. This one came third overall, uh, but trust me, this was head, shoulders and everything else, the best coffee that I tasted the whole week there. It was pretty phenomenal. Um, but the reason I like this one, compared to the Marambi that we have, is that this gave a really fan... I, I, I cooked it and straight away I knew this was going to be awesome espresso. So, tasting away, I think that's going to be great espresso. And I was desperate to get it on the espresso machine once we got it back. Now this is a killer espresso. This was retail, well this is retail on the website for £9 for 250 gram bags. So you subscribers, yet again I've got a stunning bargain with this one. Um, to the point of we're probably losing again on, on sending a coffee like this out. But I thought it was a really good way of showing you how two coffees from the same country can be quite different. So, Cup of Excellence winner. Um, the profile, as we're going to taste in a minute, is amazing uh, and it's really, really different. Um, I'm going to run through a few facts about the farm before we get there. Um, this closest city is Hoi, uh, which is in the south of Rwanda. Um, the climate, the uh, altitude of the farm, because it's a cooperative, there's lots of different altitudes going on, but it's between 1400 and 2000 metres, which again is some serious altitude, as high as we're going to dare go with coffee. Um, it gives you loads of stuff on the site about the clay, the pH, the rainfall. I'm not going to go into that stuff. Um, so, what else have we got? Oh, the washing station. Uh, th this is the washing station, the MIG Brumera. The MIG is the company that owns the washing station, and the Brumera is where it is, just to give it you know, the washing station name. And what happens in Rwanda, lots of farmers come along with their small pots into the washing station, and they select a lot altogether. This one had hundreds of names attached to it. Uh, so this is the kind of culmination of an awful lot of work, um, but, but very interesting. So let's snozzer in the cup today, because I haven't got a bowl with me. So snozzer in there. Now, we were trying this coffee yesterday, me and a friend who was here, and as we were trying it and tasting it, we were going, that's apple strudel, and there's a massive apple strudel coming through on this on the aroma. You can smell the spice, you know, that cinnamon, um, that baked apple, and um, the sweetness that goes with it, but also a savouriness that you're kind of going, whoa, that's a little bit different, and it's an incredible aroma. So before you taste this coffee, please get your nose in the bag, get some grinds and really smell it because it's quite distinct. Um, and I think you know that would be a very easy one to pick out if you were giving me uh, a few coffees to smell and get that just really has this spiced hit to it, which is absolutely gorgeous. So that's the snozzering bowl. Gonna show you a picture of the roast colour now. Now you'll see from this roast, this is a more medium roast that I would call. Um, it's not medium light like last week's, it has a little bit more colour on it, but that makes it a little bit more acceptable for espresso perhaps. But also this coffee can take it because it has those spices, because it has that big savoury edge to it. It can take that slightly darker roast on there. So what we're gonna do now is we are gonna just give the machine a little bit of a quick flush. I like to do this and I like to give the porta filter a little bit of a rinse out. 
So we're just going to give that a little bit off. Now I'm going to weigh the shot coming out of this because I've been having some different results and I think it's good to, again, using scales at home is always a good thing. Um, and I've got to practice what I preach. So I'm using a Mazda Mini E, which I've set up, um, which I may need some more coffee there. Yeah, Mazda Mini E, which I've set up for the right guy. I hope it's kind of going to be in the right ballpark. But let's just see what we've got here. 16 grams, exactly what I want, so I'm really pleased with that. Um, I'm just going to excuse my back while I'm just tamping here. So, we're going to make it go here. So, basically, uh, I've set up 16 grams, the grind is just starting to come through on the pour now, so very pleased with that. Timing I'm looking for around about 22 to 26 seconds on the extraction. Um, if it's somewhere around that ballpark, I'm a happy boy. And uh, I'm also going to steam some milk as well, so. so that looks good. Crema looks great. So I'm just going to, before I see that, I don't know whether you're going to be able to see this, but some lovely crema there. So very pleasing. Now, I tend to pull my espressos fairly tight and fairly short, um, just my way. This coffee will forgive a little bit more, so if you want to pull it a little bit longer or a little bit shorter, then that's fine. Always purge your steam wand, always clean your steam wand as you're using it. Good advice. What you don't want is milk festering in that. Uh, get rid of some of these big bubbles. What I'm doing now is by tapping the jug on the side, I'm collapsing the bubbles of the foam to make what we call a micro foam, which is what we're looking for. I've done better art, I've done worse, but I'm not going to show you because I can't tilt this one up. But it, it's kind of okay, you wouldn't, you wouldn't win a barista championship with it, put it that way. So, what I want to do first is I want to try the espresso, because I think this is really where this is going to excel uh, and really kind of show its, its true kind of cup quality. So. Again, the aroma of the espresso, you're getting that spice, you're getting that baked apple. Completely different to what we had last week, where the acidity in this is tight. I mean, it's there, but it's not overbearing. The, the, the big component in this is you're getting like a sweet, peppery, not pepper, um, kind of cinnamony, the apple, the baked apples coming through as well. So it's kind of really big and bold, lots of body. Very balanced, very smooth, um, most enjoyable. So. Diving into the uh, cappuccino now. I've still got a little bit of the espresso in there, so I'm going to try it again in a moment. But what I am getting is I'm getting a lot of coffee come through. Now, the cups I'm using, uh, I'm using six ounce cups, um, round about an ounce, just over an ounce and a bit in there. Um, so, it, it kind of ratio is not perfect. I perhaps like a little bit more coffee normally, but. Um, it's still powerful enough to cut through. Let me make sure it wasn't from the espresso though. Yeah, no, I mean this is this is a big coffee and it's powerful enough to cut through milk, which makes it a great espresso coffee and a great milk drink coffee. Um, 
I know that this works in brewed coffee because I drink it a lot of the time as brewed. As you know, I'm a brewed coffee fan, so um, I've tried this coffee quite a few times uh, in, in the vat pot, in the uh, Chemex, in the uh, Aeropress, and it really does work. It's a multi-talented show-off coffee that will work everywhere. Um, now, it's not cheap. It's £9 a bag, and we've got, I think we're about a half a bag left. So. It is coming towards the end, but I really wanted to show you this from last week's, just to say that you know not all Rwandans are exactly the same, and you will always find these differences within a country. So don't just think, oh, I had a Rwandan, it didn't work in espresso, it'll never work in espresso, because they have some great altitude there, they have some great people working on the ground to help them improve quality, and I think there are lots of different variations of, of, of Rwandan coffees, and hopefully you're experiencing that in this. I'm gonna pop a link up below, the link below is for uh, the voucher for this week. Uh, I'm gonna give you two pound off uh, a bag of this. So if you're buying it in the store, gonna give you a real bargain, the highest one I think we've done in a long while. So two pound off in the store, and that's gonna be until the end of, I'd say, I'd say the 14th of November. That sounds like a good date, doesn't it? So, um, thank you as always for joining me. Thank you as always for your great feedback. Um, Please, if you haven't been onto the forums, go onto the forums, have a look what people are talking about on there. It's getting a really nice little community feel to it now and really kind of gaining some momentum, so I'm enjoying the forum very much. And um, yeah, I really look forward to seeing you next week.